I'm your host, Alan, and this is your guide to Sylvester Stallone's Rocky III, which released in 939 theaters on Memorial Day weekend of Friday, May 28th, 1982. But before we get into the making of the film, allow me to take you back to 1982 to remember what top movies had come out that year, which would be Blade Runner, The Thing, Poltergeist, First Blood, Tootsie, The Dark Crystal, Tron, Star Trek II The Wrath of Khan, Halloween Three, Fast Times at Ridgemont High, and Conan the Barbarian. And of course, Best Picture that year went to Chariots of Fire. Following the three-year cycle, Rocky III immediately went into production after the success, albeit not as promising, Rocky II. With the new Rocky comes a new opponent. Originally, two real-life boxers were called in to read the part, Joe Frazier and Ernie Shavers. They were quickly scratched on the role since Frazier had a stutter and Shavers had a high-pitched voice. As Destiny would have it, casting director Rhonda Young was watching NBC's America's Toughest Bouncer, with the one that captured her attention, sported a mohawk, detached beard, and boisterous personality. When she called to ask who he was, she was given the name Lawrence Tarode, or better known in the streets of Chicago as Mr. T. Growing up without a father and being the second youngest of 12 siblings, Mr. T quickly rose up into prominence as the bodyguard of the heavyweight champion of the world, Leon Sphinx. Once he got the casting call to be the main villain of Rocky III, he was ready to bring his popping personality to the big screen. By the time of the release, Sylvester Stallone was 35 years old. Mr. T, on the other hand, was six years younger at the ripe age of 29. If you're interested in learning more about Mr. T's life, I'm attaching a YouTube documentary in the description below. With the previous Rocky films, multiple movie tie-ins were created, such as the Rocky statue we see in the movie, which is a point of controversy as to his placement in Philadelphia for many years. Robert E. Hoban had written a novelization, and a video game Rocky Super Action Boxing was released in 1983, as well as three other video games covering this film released in 1987, 2002, and 2004. Rocky III marks the franchise's return to the Academy Awards after the intriguing absence of the second film. Unsurprisingly, the now-famous song I the Tiger performed by Survivor was the Oscar nominee, but ultimately lost to Up Where We Belong from an officer and a gentleman. The film's budget is unknown, but we estimate it to be between $7 and $28 million, basing it between the budgets of Rocky II and Rocky IV, respectively. The film would also go on to gross $125 million worldwide, showing the property's incredible financial potential and largely surpassing Rocky II. It's number one opening weekend, going up against Visiting Hours in second, Conan the Barbarian in third, Dead Man Don't Wear Plaid in fourth, and Porky's in fifth. Today, the film holds a 6.8 on IMDb, 3.3 on Letterboxd, and the film also holds a generally mixed 57 meta score and a 63% fresh critic score and 74% audience score on Rotten Tomatoes. Thank you, listeners, for coming along with me as I've been your guide to the production and impact of this film. Now that you've heard your guide to Rocky III, be sure to subscribe to the podcast as Corbett and I will make our full review coming Monday. And stay tuned for the week after as we take on the Soviet Union in Rocky IV. The Silver Screen Guide podcast is edited and produced by Alan and Corbin. Intro and outro music is created by Thomas Rankin. The thoughts and opinions herein expressed are those of the individual and do not necessarily represent those held by Silver Screen Guide. Silver Screen Guide is not affiliated with any company or individual involved with the creation of this movie or TV show. No portion of the podcast may be used without express written permission from Silver Screen Guide.